0: I'm your host, Nathan Edwards, also the uh, morning anchor for Your Day. I'm joined by meteorologist Nick Maruziak. Nick, how you doing?
1: Yeah, it's Friday.
0: Amen to that, brother. And our executive producer from Your Day, Andy
2: Gonzalez. How are you doing, Andy? I'm doing well. It's Friday.
0: So if you have not joined our show before, this is your Friday post-show update. We just talk about all the fun things, kind of you know, blow off some steam after a long week. So uh, we have stories that we have handpicked from across the world, the Miami Valley, all that good stuff. And, Andy, I think uh, a lot of people are ready to dive into this next, que- or this next story here. Uh, we're coming hot off the heels of Halloween. And, and that
2: means only one thing.
0: Thanksgiving? It's Christmas. Oh. oh. So
2: that is the question we had. This was a poll question earlier this week, and it got some good discussion. Is November 1st too early for Christmas music, Christmas decorations, the whole thing? Some people call November 1st Christmas, period.
1: Uh, actually, I yeah. have seen on my Facebook feed. Multiple people with trees up with everything go, it's November 1st. You know what that means? And my eyes twitching. I'm just like, no. Spazzing out a little bit. Oh, my God. Well, you know you're going to hear
0: the music in stores. I know. That's Mm -hmm. the
1: thing is I'm one of those that I enjoy every season. I've argued this about the PSLs. They come out too early. I've argued this about Mm -hmm. the uh, beers, the pumpkin beers come out too early. I know I am old man yelling at the clouds right now. But it is too early for Christmas everything. Let me enjoy Thanksgiving. Give me a cornucopia.
2: Give me a pumpkin. A cornucopia. I don't care. You're the first
0: man that's you... asked for a cornucopia in
2: 300,
0: 400 years maybe.
2: <laughs> no, but the thing is though, and I've heard this argument, Thanksgiving is a day, Christmas is a season. Oh, Andy, this is an argument I've not been exposed to quite yet. Me neither. This. Are you this in? Is, I'm in. Oh. Granted, I I grew up in Florida, so for me, it gets colder in December, like 50 degrees. So for me, once it hits 50, I'm into Christmas music.
0: So let me ask you this. This has always been kind of a foreign thing to me is, you know, how do southern states celebrate Christmas when it doesn't actually get that
2: cold? Is it weird? (laughs) We celebrate it outside. I have Christmas dinner outside. Really? Yeah. Mm
1: -hmm. We had a Christmas barbecue in Arizona the uh, one year that I was there, and I I Mm -hmm. had... The same thing where uh, Christmas Day, uh, the grills at the resort mm-hmm. that uh, my parents were staying at, which is right next to where I lived that, uh, in Florida where I went to school, they would just uh, have barbecues outside or people would literally legitimately mm-hmm. grab a, a small Christmas tree. It's just like – it's different.
2: Yeah, but it's nice. Like I've mentioned before, my family were Cuban. We roasted pig on Christmas Eve, and pretty much we spent the entire day outside on Christmas Eve.
0: So, after you moved north, you got to enjoy like real Christmases where it's snowy. It's,
2: it's so weird to me. Is it awful? Yeah. So, for me, so after uh, Halloween, you get the Christmas commercials, right? And mm-hmm. it's all these Christmas commercials with snow and all this beautiful stuff. Then, December 26, it stops. So, for me, after December 26, you see no snow. Like, growing up, after 20, December 26, maybe after New Year's you don't see the decorations, you don't see anything, it's over. So for me, coming up north, it's weird because I always associated snow with Christmas because of the movies <laughs> and the commercials. So now I'm like, it's January, but I still kind of want to listen to Christmas music because it's snowing.
0: Andy, you're stuck with it till mid-April. I
2: know, and I will still <laughs> listen to Christmas music in mid-April yeah. because of that association. Uh, maybe
1: I come out of the opposite way, Andy, where I think it's – For me, some people want to get out of fall because they've been Mm -hmm. celebrating fall since, what, mid-August? You know, especially the early—so they're mid-August to October. That's fall. And Mm -hmm. then the second hits November to December. It's winter. And then January, February, it's where are we going on a cruise? What are we doing to get out of here type weather, you know? Yeah,
0: and, uh, okay, so the question was uh, on our poll question, uh, when is it too early— to start listening or when's the right time to start listening to Christmas music so Nick what what is your timeline when is it okay or do you just hate Christmas music when it comes around
1: honestly I think I just get sick of it for the most part but if I had to say here is when it is right after Thanksgiving dinner put on the Christmas music and our tradition after I went to college was because I couldn't be there after you know for the first week of December was Chris uh Thanksgiving we put up the Christmas tree Mm -hmm. before Black Friday or on Black Friday itself yeah Andy When is the music time for you?
2: I mean, I'll start listening probably this weekend, but there's one song. I think everyone has this one song where if you don't hear it, it's not Christmas. Mm -hmm. I'll wait to listen to that one.
0: What's yours? Yeah, what is it?
2: Mine is, it's called El Burrito de Belén. It's about a little boy riding a donkey to go see Jesus, and the chorus is amazing, Uh, and I will not sing it.
0: okay. Okay. I would have said uh, Dominic the Donkey. Yeah, no. <laughs> it's,
2: I, I caught that reference. Yeah, yeah. yeah
0: sure. Well, I, you know, actually, mine would probably be "It's the Most Wonderful Time of the Year" with by Andy Williams. It's the most wonderful yeah. time, like uh, the yeah. yeah. I don't know. It just makes me think of all like the movies growing up. But like our our first exposure to Christmas is always like Home Alone. Thanksgiving night is when yeah. we watch that. Yeah, mm, fair enough. It's always fun. Mm-hmm. So. I don't know. I, I, some people are ready for it. Some people aren't. But uh, the stores ain't gonna let you, you know, live life without shoving it down your throat. So
2: no, I've seen decorations. Up. I've seen decorations before Halloween. I
0: did too, like a couple weeks before Halloween. So, anyways, I want to step back in time a little bit here to the trick or treat. I saw a lot of these videos online: uh, the ring doorbells and people putting out their um, Halloween bowls. Uh, With candy and just saying take one. I saw one that was like blowing up the internet where people just like mobbed the bowl, Mm -hmm. and grabbed like all the candy out like one family. And I'm like, geez.
1: And it was the parents who were leading it, like, oh, Mm -hmm. grab it, grab it all, take it all. And it's, I I forgot who it was in the newsroom said, well, if you leave it out, like, it's gonna go. But it's, I'm trying to spread a little bit of joy to a lot of people. Mm -hmm. And you're not gonna appreciate the candy. You're gonna look at that and go, I deserve this candy. No, you know, I'm I'm sorry, I, and I, that's why you know what I've started to actually be the type that hey, I'm going to hand out candy by myself. I set up a chair. I talk to neighbors. I comment. That's uh, what it's all about. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's it's part of mm-hmm. it, you know what it is. It's community, and yeah. that's what I, I I do like about you know living in this area yeah. is I want to build a community.
0: Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and uh, I, I appreciate it way more when people are out and about having that interaction. I did see another Ring video, though, that restored my faith in humanity. Mm-hmm. And it was uh, kids showed up, and there was barely any candy in there. So they took candy out of their own bags and put it in there so future kids could have candy when they went to that door.
2: That's sweet. Isn't that nice? Yeah. Yeah, for every mm-hmm. butthead, there's someone that's nice. To quote George Costanza, we're living in a society. <laughs> yes. And yeah. here's
1: the thing: those kids did it on their own. There wasn't mm-hmm. a parent that said, yeah. "Hey, you need to do this." There wasn't, yeah. you know, they're going around trying to do uh, trying to do something. They were just trying to do the right thing.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's enough. You know, I hear kids go up and not even say thank you when they, you know, go get their candy. I mean, it's up to parents to get that figured right. out. I mean, my two-year-old. Was walking around. He looked, you know, he had the Mario costume on, but he kind of looked like mm. Chucky. But um, he he'd go up and he'd grab a handful and he'd go, "Thank you," and he'd be walking <laughs> off. I mean, if you were two years old and you could do it, yeah, y-
2: you can do it. And I'm sure it made the neighbors' day yeah, hearing that. Yeah, yeah.
0: Even Freddy Krueger let out a laugh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It was fun. It was fun. So, uh, Nick, let's talk about uh, DoorDash tipping and tipping culture as a whole this is fascinating to me because i'm sure cranky old curmudgeon nick has a lot to say about it
1: no you know what um, the honest truth is tip everybody well you know i look at most businesses Mm -hmm. and businesses are complaining about well we have to charge higher prices and people complain about higher prices and then they go well we can't pay our people well you know these people do like time mm-hmm. I go to a a server, I'm thinking you're not only tipping them, you're tipping the people in the back, you're tipping the chefs, and yeah, you have to remember that. And DoorDash is one of those things like it's convenience. You get the guy to come up, but you know you you gotta give them a couple bucks here or there. And the problem is DoorDash sent a message like please tip our drivers or they won't you know be mm-hmm. likely to bring you food. And it's yeah, you know like you think that a person's gonna come back to you if you're not gonna tip them. Like, you tip them well, and, you know, maybe they'll recognize you and go, hey, you know what, I'll take that order.
2: Well, but, the issue with Door, DoorDash with those tips, it's not really a tip from what I've read. It's more of a bid. Yeah, You're bidding someone whatever amount to get your food for you. Isn't that
1: like the grocery as well? Uh The Instacart. Was, yeah. Instacart's the same way where you basically say, you throw the, you throw the, the tip out front, and you say, I will tip mm-hmm. X amount. And what happened was people were pulling that bid, and then, like— Oh, it's a $20 tip. Up oh, now it's $5. Yeah. And, and it's it's sad that that's what it's come down to. But you think about it. The problem with DoorDash is you live out in the sticks. How else are you going to get a guy to come mm-hmm. out there? But you're also paying for the guy to come out there.
0: Yeah. I mean, I am I refuse to use those services, to no. be honest with you. I mean, I will just go drive to the restaurant and go pick it up. Yeah. There's something nice about leaving the house. But mm-hmm. I, I understand, though, some people don't want to leave the house.
1: But yeah. then you know what pay pay a tip you know like yes. you up. pay for
0: the convenience yes yes
1: and, and and here's the thing i will always go to the store and pick my own groceries there's only one time and that was i thought i i was exposed to COVID and i had to stay at home for two three days this is early early stages of the pandemic it was i need to get some groceries i don't have food i could have to at the time it was mm-hmm. two weeks So I had to get groceries, and I had to do the Instacart. And, of course, it tipped them well, did everything, you know, dropped off on the front porch. But that's the only time. Otherwise, I'll go to the store. Even for, like, I don't know, carrots or something. I love that experience. I I don't.
2: See, also, the food isn't going to get to you as fresh if you use these services. Yeah. Just pick it up yourself. I I don't know about you guys. I have a radius for pizza. I will not pick up a pizza or go to a pizza place if it is, like, five or ten minutes if it's more than 10 minutes from my house.
0: Yeah, I mean it just kind of depends on. I mean, I, yeah, I don't want to drive super far for food yeah. and there's some comfort to hitting up the local mm-hmm. joint. Yeah. But th- the thing is the tipping culture in the states in the states in the United States have gotten it's gotten out of control. I mean, there are yeah. people asking for tips that I'm like, "Why would I give you a tip? I'm just picking mm-hmm. up food." <laughs> yeah. You know, it's not like you're getting yeah. paid to make or, the food or, anyways. Or
1: it's like you, you you go to a place and you get a cup of ice or something or yeah. a, a drink, and you have to go to the station to pour it yourself. And then there's like a tip thing. And I get it; they're just trying to automate it so that there's every transaction has it. It's just a thing that's there, but it's annoying at the point because it's like, no, you know what? This is not going to. This is not where I want to, no. you know, tip. I I I don't mind. Hey, look, go to a sandwich shop, tip the person, cool. That person made an awesome sandwich. But if I'm doing a drink and you
2: are literally just handing it to
1: me. Yeah.
2: yeah. See, the one that annoys me, and I've seen this a couple times. So, you know, those, the tablets will say 15, 18, 20. I went to a place where it was reversed with the higher number first. So, it was, I think this was like 25, 20, 18.
1: Yeah, I've seen that. And
2: it's like people who are just accustomed to hitting the lowest one and the first one will accidentally
0: hit 25%. Well, the thing too is like, you know, it used to be the customary trifecta was 15, 18, 20. Mm-hmm. And now I've even seen places go 20, 25, 30. Yeah. And I'm like, whoa. You know, I'm, I'm always of the variety. I tip 20%. Same, and, same. You know, um, just because I believe people do work hard yeah. and it's easier to do the math. Um, <laughs> Mostly <of> that. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, it's, you know... I'm Just surprised everything's getting so expensive. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. You know, maybe some of these restaurants need to take care of their employees a little better. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's that just me too. though. Um, Andy, we're talking now about a wedding reception for the ages. We're staying on the topic yeah. of food.
2: I, I think this is a genius idea. Okay. So a couple in Tennessee, they had their wedding at a regular f- a nice little farm, but the reception was at a Waffle House.
0: All-Star Breakfast. Yeah. Sign me up. Why not? You get a show sometimes. Like, do you just pop Toby Keith on the jukebox and slam a Mm -hmm. waffle?
2: Along with some of the Waffle House original songs. Oh, that's right. They do have their own songs,
0: don't they? I forgot about that. I was hoping that was
1: the first dance. Oof. Do you think the DJ was the guy behind the grill? <laughs> He's sitting there. All right, this ne- yeah. next one is brought to you by three slammers, three uh, <laughs> three covered, three smothered, two, cu- uh, two chunked. And uh, hold the fries on that one. All right, up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hey, uh, everybody has, like, everybody's been to Waffle House here, right? You know, yes. multiple, yeah. yeah. Like, Waffle House is one of those places where you have to want to go to. Or it's 4 a.m. It's so good. You know, it's either one or the other. It's 4 a.m. and you're hungry. You're like, well, it's this or Denny's. Or it's legitimately, I feel like Waffle House. I feel like being curious if that guy next Mm -hmm. to me has a lot of drugs.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, it depends what Waffle House you're going to. Um, You know, here's the thing for me is, you know, I just love how much food you can get for such yep. cheap price still. I mean, the all-star breakfast is my go-to, but I also think too, about just the simplicity of its place in American culture based off of, you know, the Anthony Bourdain episode. Did you guys ever see that with him at Waffle House?
1: I've heard of it.
0: It's fantastic. It is so good. You guys should definitely or go the check wa- it out.
1: In the Waffle House hurricane index, which mm-hmm. is actually right. a legitimate yeah. thing, which is if, if the Waffle House is open, okay, that's an area that wasn't hit as hard. If it's open, I think it's if it's open, but they're um, if it's not open, but they can still hold food, then that area was hit hard. And if it's completely closed or destructed, then they know that area is devastated because Mm -hmm. Waffle House is a great indicator of just how bad an area is because they're always open. Mm
0: -hmm. Circling back to the wedding portion of this as the only married person in here. uh, Here's what I will say. When I was planning my reception there, I figured there were only three things that mattered. OK, mm-hmm. if you have good food, if you have good music and you have good drinks, that's all that really matters.
2: Yeah. That's I, all people care about.
0: That's all people care about.
1: I, I was going to say that she said yes would be like the number one thing. That...
0: Well, she already said yes before I started playing that bad boy. Yeah. So, yeah, you okay, know, fair enough. Uh, you know, so for us, it was like, you know, my uncle catered. Mm-hmm. He's a chef and he made prime rib and all this great yeah. stuff. And then we did, you know, we had a local brewery do our beer and. You know, we had uh, a friend be the DJ, and it was all great. It yeah. was fun. That's all people remember is the party. Right? It's exactly. a party. And that's the same thing with Waffle House. All people want is their their chunked and covered mm-hmm. uh, hash browns, a cherry yeah. Coke, and some, you know, Waffle House tunes. Yeah.
1: yeah. And maybe the guy next to them to, you know, like, wake up after 10 minutes because <laughs> he's been sitting there a little bit too long. And it's probably so much cheaper. Right. It is.
2: Yeah, but The thing is, like, you know, you spend so much time planning a wedding, but at the end of the day, how much do you remember of it?
1: You black out.
2: And most of your guests, <laughs> they don't care.
0: They don't care. They they're wanna, they're
2: there to celebrate you and have some fun. They just want
0: to get loaded. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> huh. Especially at your wedding. Yeah. Oh, dude. It was oh, it God. was interesting. Um <laughs> All right, Nick. Let's actually I'm gonna shift gears to one of my stories here. Go because for it. I yeah. think this will probably be a little bit better. So I want to talk about National Sandwich Day. Yes. Okay, this is our poll question today. We talked about what is the best sandwich and I feel like this has been something we've just been chatting about all morning long. I joked I said a hot dog because I was trying to, you know, stoke violence. But in all reality, the Arby's beef and cheddar is the greatest sandwich of all time. Okay. Andy disagrees.
2: I disagree with you, but I'm not going to – of the fast food – sandwiches you're not wrong
0: okay 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 uh, so I, I'll, I'll say that okay of the fast so, food
2: places you are not wrong. i mean it's just so
0: good so what i know what you're going to say you know
2: what i'm gonna say it's a cuban uh, why would you yeah. say that Andy? is it because no of your idea. cuban I, heritage i am not biased at all not. as in <laughs> fact cuban, you're from, from miami, miami. <laughs> can, we, can, uh, <laughs>
1: can we say like of the tiers of sandwiches cubans gotta be way up there oh like, it's, yeah. it's god tier yeah, yeah. it is i mean you think about it, you have the uh the, what was it the Bon me yeah Bon me is pretty good it you have the boy. In the deep south mm-hmm. You have the Cuban From basically Miami Or Tampa But nope. we don't talk About that one talking,
2: That's a Tampa sandwich Not yeah, Miami Then Santa you have The uh, Philly
1: cheesesteak What other ones Am I missing here
0: Cheeseburger baby That counts as a sandwich Right Yeah yeah, I, I think so Yeah So like I mean you We're talking about Regional classics You know And I think What New York That area Is known for It's uh, you know Pastrami And mm-hmm. the, the Reuben, Jewish, Jewish yeah. yeah Jewish jellies mm-hmm. And stuff like that um i don't know so it i want to know this andy what makes a cuban different like what's like what's the real cuban like like what i don't know for up here people probably never had a real cuban
2: no so my definition of a cuban like in order for it to be a legit cuban must have cuban bread Mm
0: -hmm.
2: If it doesn't have cuban bread
0: what's cuban bread
2: it's pretty much it's very similar to french bread it's made with lard as a fat in it it's Mm. delicious Soft on the inside, nice and flaky on the outside. If you wait till the next day to eat it, it's a baseball bat.
0: (laughs) Hardens up that quick. Yes.
2: Like the first day, it is the softest, crunchiest thing. Next day, you will break a tooth. Like a baguette. Yeah. Yeah. But it's delicious. It's beautiful. So you have that. That's a must. And then you have to have yellow mustard. Mm. And you must have a pickle. Pickles are the mu- oh pickles yeah. and mustard together. God, it's and so good. Even and ham,
1: th- not turkey, right?
2: Yeah, ham, uh, pork, and Swiss cheese. Mm. The thing is, growing up as a kid, I didn't like pickles, but I knew the importance of the pickle on the Cuban sandwich. So I would order it standard, but then remove the pickle so you have some of the pickle juice with the mustard.
0: Yeah, that's still good. I mean, yeah. Still so like you as a kid, the, I didn't the like the flavor
2: pickles. So I'm like, but you still kind of need it.
0: You have to, yeah. You didn't want to, you know, disgrace your relatives. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so Jewish delis. I mean, like you grew up on the East Coast in New Jersey. You probably pl- spent plenty of time at some of these this fine establishments. What makes the per? I mean, like the perfect is it pastrami or do you think the Reuben is more of a popular sandwich?
1: I don't, I, look, what what makes a really great Jewish deli is an absurd absurd amount of meat, mm-hmm. like to the point of. I don't know if I could fit this in my face hole. Like, it will not fit. And the honest truth is, yeah. that and a good thing of mustard, like, doesn't have to be necessarily yellow. It doesn't have to be spicy brown. Just good, good mm-hmm. mustard. Yeah. Yeah. I do love that.
0: Yeah. Uh, I, I'm I'm trying to think of, like, a date, there's no really Dayton staple of a sandwich per se, um, but I will say, like people around here, they love their burgers as they do in many other parts of the country. But
1: pork tenderloin would that be more? Uh, people
0: do love their pork tenderloins Yeah, I like those ones that are smashed out, super thin, mm-hmm. and but like I gotta have like some mustard, mayo, uh, pickles. lettuce I like the whole fixins on there. It's nice. so good. Oh, uh, but this this region's also of the chili dog variety. But as you guys mm-hmm. have you know made the case against hot dogs being sandwiches it's such a divisive what was topic. The, uh,
1: the sandwich that you went up to uh, at uh, in dark county the uh, made right yes now a- the thing
0: is is that's more the made right sandwich is a loose meat sandwich yes um it's kind of got like a sweeter flavoring to it but it's a mustard pickle onion uh, i get cheese on it but thing is is that's actually an iowa thing ah the made right loose meat sandwich is an iowa thing and there's a made right there too not related but, um, yeah, loose meat sandwiches are very much an Iowa staple, very hmm. for you, You're okay, yeah, I love it. I love sandwiches, I'm hungry, yeah. all right, Nick, we're want to talk about cats now,
1: all right. Cats have two hundred and seventy six different facial expressions. Andy, your cats, how many do you think you've observed
2: of the two hundred seventy six yes, two hundred seventy seven
1: <laughs> they are little weirdos uh my cat, aliens <laughs> my my I'll be honest with you, my cat uh, my parents' cat, who used to be my cat. I I could tell when he was up to something because he would just get this glint in his eye and it's like mm-hmm. oh you're about to do something and you know it's bad and yep. he and it was just like then there was a face up don't care and just mm-hmm. I'm about to make poor decisions and yeah uh, and look you know if you know your pet you've probably seen a ton of looks from them I mean between my dog and your dog we know when you're up to something like there's there's some screws that are going there and. Yeah, my parents had a yep. cat when we were growing up uh, named
0: Tigger, and uh, she had like one look, and it was get the hell away from me. That was pretty much it. Yeah. <laughs> that was an angry old yeah. cat.
2: <laughs> yeah, cats are interesting. I they're little derps, derps, derps. Yep, they're very derpy, but like you can kind of tell like a few seconds before what they're gonna do just based off their expression. Mm-hmm. It's great. But it's so weird, mm-hmm. and a lot of it, like two hundred seventy-six, a lot of those are just little minor changes in expression,
1: mm-hmm. and, and that could be. And my favorite is the little minor change of expression from "this is fun, I like this too." I am going to bite. Is yep. snap decision. I love wrestling cats and having mm-hmm. their, them. See, my m- one
0: of my other parents' cats named
1: Franklin. He liked
0: to bite the inner part of my hand, very oh, sensitive, yeah. mm-hmm. and he'd grab onto it and bite away, and then just like kick me with his back paws.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, mine, I have one of mine, Boo, I'll pet him on his stomach. because He likes it. Not every cat does. But if I do it for a millisecond too long, he will wrap his entire body around my arm and just not let go. Like, I could swing my arm, and he'll just be holding on.
0: Hmm. Dad, yay, wee! Yep. <laughs> yeah, that sounds fun. Good stuff. All right, let's get on to love and hate. Make sure I didn't miss anything here. All right, what is your
1: love and hate for the week, Andy?
2: My hate is the weather. Fair enough. That's I mean, a that's a
1: common hate. Yeah, on this, it is. It, yeah. It's a common hate. Whenever I sit next to Andy, and he's just like, "What do I gotta hate on?" It's either the weather or the weather guy, and uh, yeah. I'm going weather.
2: So. Love? I mean, I could go weather guy too for hate, but uh, you and everybody
1: no. else. Love?
2: Do you have love, a love, Andy? I'm, I always have a love. It's the weekend. There you go. I'm looking forward to it. it should be fun. Just should be nice, right? Okay. Good. Good weather Good. guy, thank
0: you, Nick. Love, hate,
1: uh, uh, love the fact that you know, um, it's been a fun week. I hate the fact that it's been a long week, and it really has mm-hmm. been a long week. So, at the end of uh, every Friday, I'm just thankful that I got through it, and at the same point, I'm like, <sighs> I, I'm there, I'm trying not to yawn through the show. Because
0: I'm so tired. Isn't that terrible? Uh, My love of the week, oh, God, is Mariah Carey defrosting? Fair enough. She's back. All I want for Christmas. Hey, you know what? She's got to get her bag. Yeah. And she's got two months to do it. So good for her. Uh, The holiday um, books have already been coming to the house from all the retailers, and my son takes them, circles everything he wants, and then hands them back. And I'm like, okay, well, you're not getting all of it. But – Uh, Can't wait to do some Christmas shopping. And then my hate of the week, Matthew Perry passing away. Uh, You know, Friends star, he died. And uh, he just had such a unique sense of humor that I think kind of Mm -hmm. set the stage for sarcastic humor and sitcoms from then on out.
1: Yep. Yep. Fair enough.
0: Yeah. So go watch an episode of Friends. Remember Matthew Perry. And uh, yeah. Any final thoughts, guys, other than that?
1: Don't steal Halloween candy. And uh, also, if you ever come to my house do a lot of the kids to have fun like grab a -hmm. grab a bunch you know yeah like like, i i really love that about halloween that that should be my love is i enjoyed halloween with the neighbor kids also they need to stay off my lawn
0: stay off my lawn
2: go eat a sandwich
0: beef and cheddars on the house all right thanks for joining (laughs) your day extra we appreciate you uh yeah go enjoy a beef and cheddar or some sort of sandwich today and uh, we'll see you back here next friday bye